In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Canon and dear brethren, we have now almost reached the end of Advent. Almost, but it's not finished. We should, not, we should never claim the victory before we win the race. We must remember today and think just this little question that we are asked sometimes. Why is Catholicism such a beautiful religion? What's beautiful? The first response is certainly, first of all, because it's divine. Catholicism is not just a basic wisdom or a philosophy or an agreement. Catholicism is the religion revived by God. And what makes beautiful, what makes holy as well, among all the beautiful things, is how God had his plan to reveal himself to us through, in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ and with the Blessed Virgin Mary. You see, in, in the night, when it's very like, pitch dark, we need some light to see and to avoid any mistakes, to, avoid, to prevent us from falling down. And then the first thing that we must, must do is certainly to look at the sky and look for some light. Mary is invoked, is prayed as the morning star. What makes Catholicism beautiful, what makes it joyful, is the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we have been praying to her throughout Advent. You see, today, during Holy Mass, during this fourth Sunday of Advent, we are, we are, you are going to, to hear one of the most beautiful antiphons of the year. And it's exactly these words of the salutation of the Archangel Gabriel, Ave Maria, Gratia Plena. The Church proposes Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary, as our model to, to live our time in Advent. Throughout these last few weeks, we have been thinking, meditating and praying on the world itself, Advent. Advent, which is composed by the Latin words venire and ad. That means go out, to come to. And this is really what's going on, what we have been meditating on during Advent. How during these four weeks we know that the com it's really about the coming, or rather the comings of God to us. Coming of God first in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, coming to us with, at the end of time, but coming to us as well on a daily basis through His grace, through the sacrament, through all the devotions that we receive. And in all these different comings, Mary has a special role. She plays a special role with her vocation, and she's in certain worlds in a certain sense, the patron saint of Advent. The Blessed Virgin Mary is present in all our spiritual life, but during Advent, she is especially present. She came to this world without the stain of the original sin. We have, uh, this was the feast of the Immaculate Conception, by which we started almost Advent. 
she is sinless and by doing so she is an image of the church she is filled with the grace of Christ Mary again during Advent we meditate upon her her presence, her vocation as expecting Mary was waiting for the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ as do all pregnant mothers and if you remember the, the apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe, Our Lady appeared to San Juan Diego as pregnant and she manifested this to the saint. So when we sing during our carols, during the Christmas carols, Come, O Come, Emmanuel, that means we really invite our Lord to come and touch, touch us. We say, Come, Lord Jesus our souls come and touch us through Mary. Advent is always a time during which we would climb within Mary's womb and listen to the beat of her contemplative heart. But to come when God comes to us, we have to open the door. And this is the key point of this Sunday, the gospel during which we have heard Saint John the Baptist, who speaks about uh, the baptism of repentance. If you want further information about the, the baptism of repentance, please check on the read Saint Thomas Aquinas on the Tertia Pars in question 38. And you see all the importance of this baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. This is our spiritual program. This is what, why God gives us a long time to prepare our souls for one of the most important mysteries of our faith, the mystery of the Incarnation. As priests, we often experience that Christmas being such a beautiful feast, it's often a pity to see that people would put so much effort in preparing their house, preparing their meals, preparing their gifts, and spending a lot of time and money for Christmas and neglecting their souls. People who will not take 10 minutes to prepare a good confession. So many people who throughout the world would think about Christmas in itself, but would neglect the words of St. John the Baptist, his message, repent, repent, repent. When we repent, we think again about this necessity of going to confession on a regular basis. It's a good thing if we at least go for Christmas, but really this is the strict minimum, you know. Once a year is the strict minimum, and there's no guarantee that we will not sin during the year. We do need to receive our laws both in the Holy Eucharist and in the sacrament of confession to always dispose, prepare our soul for a fruitful communion. And this is why we have to think about these words, metanoia. We must repent and we must always walk in the spirit of conversion. We must turn around, we must take a good direction, we must amend ourselves, we must always discern what's wrong in our life and then humbly open our heart to God in the sacrament of confession so that we can really have this deep interior change through God's grace. You see, we have to 
experience personally this sacrament. St. John the Baptist was calling for a deep interior change because really something was tremendous was occurring. God was descending from heaven and again the kingdom of heaven was at hand. Dominus prope est, the Lord is close. So on this fourth Sunday of Advent, let us always renew our desire to be sincere sons and daughters of Mary. Let us prepare our souls to worship the child Jesus soon in the manger, always with a pure heart, with a soul cleansed from our sins by a sincere and complete confession. Sometimes I know we might be a bit nervous about going to confession, especially if it has been a long time, especially if, you have, if we have to mention some embarrassing things. But my advice is always just say a little prayer to Our Lady. If it has been a long time, just start your confession by opening your heart and tell the priest, it has been a long time that I have not been to confession, but this year I do want to have a merry, a happy, and especially a holy Christmas. Let us remember the words of Saint Dominic Savio. The confessor is the doctor of the soul. With Mary, dear brethren, let us prepare our confession before Christmas. Let us remember the Stella Maris, the star of the sea, the light that enlights our conscience. We can always pray to her before going to confession. And as a little conclusion, I just would like to read with you, for you, this prayer of St. Alphonsus Liguori. Oh my God, help me to make a good confession. Mary, my dearest mother, pray to Jesus for me. Help me to examine my conscience. Enable me to obtain true sorrow for my sins. And beg from me the grace rather to die than to offend God again. Lord Jesus, light of our souls, who enlightens every man coming into this world, Enlighten my conscience and my heart by thy Holy Ghost, so that I may perceive all that is displeasing to thy divine majesty, and may expiate it by humble confession, true contrition, and sincere repentance. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs>